0: have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life.
1: Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive.
0: And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Amber Scotchburn is back, our parenting expert. Good morning. Nice to see you.
1: Good morning. Thank you.
0: I think a lots of people have been waiting eagerly for uh, the follow-up to uh, our last visit together when you brought up some some points of concern regarding tests. Can, let's do a little quick revision, can we, of what we we talked about last time?
1: Um sure. We just talked about that tests were actually invented in nineteen fourteen to weed kids out of higher education being university and uh, above and beyond that. Um, And yet we are using tests from grade one onward in school. um, And what that's doing is affecting kids' confidence and building their anxiety.
0: Okay. Uh, The the tests being really just a a, a moment in time of, of what that child can recall on that day perfect
1: Dave. I don't know where you got that from. That's brilliant. (laughs) Uh, Yes, exactly. And, and so all a test is, is a moment in time where they're, where they're testing their knowledge on a particular topic. um, But we put so much weight on that moment in time.
0: Mm -hmm. When you talk to teachers, are they agreeing with you? Do they, do they feel also uh, frustrated by the, the way things are?
1: I would suggest, too, that there is um, a split in the teachers that I speak to, depending on age level, subject level, as to what their take is. Um, I don't want to knock teachers. I I, I was a teacher, um, and I have plenty of good friends that are teachers. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: However, as we talked about last time, when a test becomes the be all and the end all of what a mark is based on. Um, i think that's where the issue lays and so um, we'll have parents say for example come in and they talk to us and we talk about testing and one of them's a teacher and they i've had this where they suggest well what else would you do right and so mm. um it, when you're in that mindset that well a test is the only way to test somebody's measure yeah. then it's like you're fighting that mindset as opposed to the the inherentness of whether a test tests your quality or not
0: Right. Just because it's the way things have been done doesn't mean, mean necessarily it's the right way. Yes. Uh, so you're, you're encouraging some out of the box thinking here then?
1: I am encouraging some out of the box thinking. Well, I, I'm also, because I'm a realist, I do understand that tests are where it's at. I mean, tests are where it's at right now in the school system. We mm-hmm. use tests. Okay. So um, I just think if there's a different way to use them. Um, I have an analogy I could share with you about that. So I like to say, and we talk about this in our home and with our tutoring students, is that what if teachers um, use tests like parents would teach bike riding? So if you're with me, bear with me for a second on that. (laughs) But when you're going to learn to ride your bike, um, it's a process, right? So what if when a teacher was handing out a test they were like, well, you know, this is just one test at this moment in time. Like your parents would say, it's just one time to get on your bike and because they really want you to get back on it again, right? And just like we'd want kids to get back engaged with learning. And if tests are how we're doing it, then we have to have them built in that understanding that one test is just one moment in time. It doesn't define who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, The other thing could be what if a teacher handed back a test and said, oh, I realized the whole class didn't do well on this. So perhaps we need to reteach this particular section. And um, instead of moving on to the next section. So, for instance, if a a kid kept falling off their bike, maybe the parents would adjust the seat or the handlebars um, in order to correct what was happening and help them. Because, again, they want them to get back up on that bike. Mm -hmm. Um, at no point when you're riding a bike, I would I would think that a parent would be like, you know, you suck, <laughs> you know, because you're not going to want to get back on your bike or, oh, forget it. You've ridden your bike once now. You're just, you can't get on it. You're never going to ride your bike. And yet that's the experience we're giving to kids every time we give them a mark based on a test and we do not let them have an opportunity to recorrect themselves.
0: How can parents be supportive uh, in this fashion then?
1: Well, If we know that tests are here, at least for a while to stay, what we can do is help our kids figure out the system or the um, process to do better on tests or to do well on tests. Um, And what that can look like is if we know that our kids have a particular learning style, we can help them study in that manner. So for instance, what typically happens now is every child in the class is given A study sheet, if they are given a study sheet or told, here's your textbook, here's your notebook, go home and study. Mm -hmm. Well, if your child hasn't been doing well up to that point or they aren't a learner that learns by just reading a textbook and writing answers, then figure that out with your child what their learning style is. Mm. So for somebody who is, say, an auditory learner, it would mean that they need to talk about it. So over dinner, they need to talk about it or they need to teach it to you. Somebody who's more visual needs to take all their written notes and make it into some pictures. So in other words, when they go in to write their test, they're not having to stress about what they've read read and what they've written down. Instead, they're just picturing the picture in their head if they're the visual learner or they're picturing or they're they're remembering their conversation. Right. And because of what is happening, it's not that the kids don't know the information. It's that when they sit down to do the test, A, the anxiety is taking over and B, they haven't learned it in the best way that triggers their brain. Yeah. And so basically you need to figure out with your kid which way their brain is triggered. Um, They can contact us at Tutoring with a Twist. And we'll be certainly, there's a free link we can send them to figure out what their learning style is. But that's huge. That's a huge, huge piece. Um, The other thing is how they actually review and take notes in class. There is a very specific way you can take a piece of paper and divide it up. Um, which would then capture what the teacher's saying, but then again, putting it into your own words. So for instance, the night before, somebody is going to study for a test, they're not reading over the entire textbook <laughs> or their entire notebook, if they do do those things. Um, they're just simply looking at the sides of their notes for like the key pieces that they needed to know. Mm. Um, so there's lots of little tricks, I guess that is what I'm suggesting to you. Um, the last one I can share with you is in terms of agenda usage. So, I don't know. Do you use an agenda, Dave? I do. And do you find it useful? Terribly. (laughs) Right. It's like how we remember our appointments, right? (laughs) Um, But uh, what happens typically in school with an agenda usage is in elementary school, it's used as a tool for the teacher to write something on the board, and then the kids write it down. And so it's usually for the next day, like remember your shoes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I believe and what we do in the tutoring agency or in my parent coaching is we teach parents and kids to use an agenda as it's meant to be used. So for instance, if you know a test is on Friday, you can write review actually, let's say, on the Wednesday. This way, if you review on the Wednesday and you have questions, you still have the Thursday to ask. As an example, you Mm -hmm. don't just write test is on Friday. And then you actually go a week before that and you write checkover notes. So there's a whole process to um, what you're doing as opposed to just writing it on the day of. Because that's what often happens. You look at somebody's agenda. Oh, appointment on that day. Well, that's great. But if you have done no pre-prep or pre-planning for that appointment, that's what's the point of you having actually have that written?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, this is all very good. You're looking not to change the system, but to work with it yes. to the child's advantage. Yes. Nicely done. Thank you. <laughs> You're the expert. <laughs> um,
1: not on retainer though. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> well, not, yeah,
0: we'll see what <laughs> no, we can do about kidding. that. <laughs> Amber Scotchburn, good to see you. Thanks for your advice.
1: Okay, thanks, Dave. Great to have you with me today at Parenting with a Twist. I would very much appreciate it if you could give me a five-star rating on Google or iTunes, or heck, why not both? To learn more about the twist, I invite you to visit our website parentingwithatwist.com where you can listen to past podcast episodes and download a teaser from my book oh right (laughs) my book it's called parenting with a twist 12 positive parenting tips for raising confident and success ready children thanks so much for listening and don't forget to take a moment to thank yourself for getting twisted with us today